come on start us off here we go here we go here we go go really go <laughs> you just gonna do that no, go. Oh, what are we talking about today go, go it's the third episode what are we talking about go we're, we're talking about dreams we're talking about dreams martin luther king i had a dream they have a dream we all got dreams mm-hmm. what are dreams mm-hmm. are dreams necessary mm-hmm. they said don't nothing come to a dreamer but sleep mm-hmm. so i mean what are we talking about dreams what how does how do dreams apply to this content mm-hmm. this podcast it's fifth mm-hmm. quarter conversation mm. mental basketball preparation where are you going i don't know but <laughs> maybe I'm go- maybe i'm in a dream oh maybe you're maybe in a dream. i'm dreaming are you because i'm all over the place because <laughs> dreams can be anywhere like <laughs> they're images you know they they're not real they're dreams and so that's the problem <laughs> yes these kids dreams is all over the place <laughs> i have no you structure it, to this heard, dream you heard it here first guys all right the title of the episode is Hoop dreams. Hoop dreams. <laughs> Preferably, Coach Kim has uh, decided that we were going to talk about the all facets, the all encompassing, the all sporadic mm-hmm. of what dreams are and how you have to take all that mess and make it into a message. And that's what we're about to give y'all today. A message a about message dreams. Um, about dreams. But mm-hmm. the hoop dreams is uh, what we've all had since we were young kids right sure i don't remember a lot of my dreams and so not real real dreams kim not real dreams i'm talking about what you visualize your life to be that hoop dream oh <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> i don't i don't know like i i i told you like i was this is going to be different uh-huh. because i don't remember having a hoop dream I think I enjoy, I know that I enjoyed the game. I enjoyed playing. Yeah. Uh, I knew that I wanted to to get to the next level, whatever level I was on. So, right. you know, seventh grade, I want to get to eighth grade. Mm-hmm. High school, I want to get to varsity. Mm-hmm. I want to get to college. Mm-hmm. I don't ever remember just being like, I, I don't think I ever aspired to be in the WNBA. Really? Really. Oh, I wanted it. I think that I wanted to play overseas because mm-hmm. love of basketball think about it come on Monica. I, you know monica you know i wanted to do that uh-huh. because that seemed cool and i like to travel right so that was like that would that would be more of a dream but that didn't come until what 10th grade like i wanted to hyphenate my name so i wanted to get married and do the right mccall but like <laughs> woods but <laughs> <laughs> that's wow. what i took from the yeah, movie that was a real serious like, movie for you because I, I was always like how i'm gonna put my name on the back of my jersey this is real this is real life so i was like how i'm gonna put my name back on the back of my jersey like my last name if i get married because i'm playing in WNBA. that's the hoop dream and right? you're getting married right and i'm getting married so Come i was on, like love. how it's gonna work in my mind i couldn't see it right mccall right hyphen mccall that's how i saw it <laughs> loving basketball yeah, they didn't give us a lot of that WNBA action though in Love and Basketball. It was, it was real, real cute. Jump ball, <laughs> we out. <laughs> that was it. They couldn't, they couldn't pay for too much of that. Ah, but okay. I mean, we'll get to the WNBA later. But for okay. right now, I think, can you see it? You said you couldn't see it. I, I didn't say that I, I couldn't mm-hmm. see it. It's just it wasn't something that I aspired to do. Right. Like, for me, basketball was a safe place yeah. like it was something that i jo- enjoyed doing that was athletic it wasn't necessarily like a dream yeah. i think that 
it was something I just like to do. Right. And I would prefer to do it than other things. So it wasn't like I'm doing this because this is my dream. Mm -hmm. I was doing it because I liked it. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the game. Mm -hmm. So I I, kind of feel conflicted about hoop dreams. You feel conflicted about hoop dreams. I think, I think again, you're mistaking what I'm saying about hoop dreams. Okay. So hoop dreams is the, so you like the sport, right? Mm-hmm. Then you aspire to be great in the sport. And when does that click for you, right? And I think that it starts with the visualization. Is what I, that's where I'm, I'm leading us to, is to visualize how you see yourself show up as the, the player, as the captain, as the just all-encompassing all person, the, the coach on the team, how do you visualize yourself? But right now I want to talk to just players, right? So how do you see yourself like becoming your full potential as an athlete? And, <laughs> and um, where, does that, where does that lead you? And do you know the steps and the, ro- the roadmap that it takes to get there? And so I'm talking about hoop dreams in that facet of like, once you've decided, right, then you have an aspiration, right? And so right. you have to aspire to inspire. Sure. I, do you feel like goals start with dreams? Because from what you explain, yes. like mm-hmm. how I show up, what mm-hmm. I do, what's the roadmap? Mm-hmm. To me, that's more of a like a goal, like something that I want to achieve and not necessarily, I don't think, when, when I think a dream, like it doesn't make me think about achieving a thing. So in regards to basketball now in other, in other aspects, I'm speaking for me personally. Oh, okay. So But it's just, you it, came to combat hoop dreams. I didn't come to combat hoop oh, dreams. Okay, I'm, I'm just confused. saying that I'm trying to figure out what it is. Why it's necessary for youth to have hoop dreams. Okay. Yeah. That's what we're trying to come to this conclusion. Why, why they it, matter? Why does it, why is it necessary for yeah. the youth to have hoop dreams? You don't know why. I'm not saying that I don't know why, oh, but okay. I'm I'm saying that I want to hear your perspective on why. Oh, okay. Because okay. I think that that's interesting. Okay, cuz okay, cuz I was confused. Okay, so I believe that what what it actually starts with with hoop dreams is having an imagination, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like You, you, you love something about the sport. Maybe it's the energy that it brings. Maybe it's the ball bouncing. Um, maybe it's just the competitiveness that it brings or the contact but no contact type sports, sport it is, right? Um, but you, aspire, like you have that, that inspiration, that, that, that dream, that imagination that flies about what you can be, right? And so maybe I, maybe I gave you all the steps up front to after you have the imagination, right, the hoop dream. But we start with the hoop dream. We we start with that. Okay. So I guess I am here to com- combat hoop dreams. Just from a personal experience as a player mm-hmm. who didn't really have what I think you would consider a hoop dream. Mm-hmm. And as a coach who coach kids who don't really have hoop dreams. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that they're less athletic that doesn't mean that they have less of a chance to do great things in Mm -hmm. basketball it just means that that's not why they play so i've coached Mm -hmm. a lot of kids that play basketball 
because they enjoy it or because mm-hmm. they want to be here or because this is a way out. Mm-hmm. And so if this is just like an opportunity for me to achieve greater things, I think if you would talk to kids today, less than 10% of them would tell you that they want to go to the WNBA or they want, or they have dreams that involve them playing basketball professionally, Mm -hmm. but they would tell you like, I want to go to college or Mm -hmm. I want to buy my mom a house Mm -hmm. or I want to make my own money Mm -hmm. or I'd rather be here than be home. Mm -hmm. And so to like, I don't, I don't want to exclude the majority because but the majority no excluding them but i think if we if we're saying that no it's a hoop dream in in regards to how far basketball can take you i just don't think it's necessary so i'm saying that i think that so so what what are we what are we talking about the topic? we're talking about hoop dreams and why it's not necessary you're saying why it's not i'm necessary. saying that it's it's not necessary and you're okay. you're saying your perspective is that it is because it, it uh-huh. got you with goals and how you show up uh-huh. and, and how first, you it's the start. Right. It's a start. But uh-huh. I don't think so. I think okay. the start is wherever you're going to start. With I didn't it. know that that's what we were coming to do. Oh, I, I didn't. Oh, I told you I was going to blow your mind. But is this I, what is this you blowing my mind? I, right now? I just don't agree with the fact that everybody has to have a hoop dream. Well, no, no. That the point isn't that they have to have a hoop dream. The point is that they have to start with their imagination and aspire to have something. So you play in sports, right? I think I think I'm not. We're, I'm not talking to the average Joe. I'm not actually. I'm talking to the elite player who 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 is elite but doesn't have the the tools to get to where they need to go. That's who I'm talking to. So I'm not necessarily talking to the ones that like to have fun. And play play any sport. Okay, so so uh, I'm talking to the hooper. So you would be talking to me. So I I was that elite person, mm-hmm. elite, mm-hmm. ranked in high school, mm-hmm. and didn't have a hoop dream. Mm-hmm. And I I didn't aspire to do. I wanted to go play basketball in college so mm-hmm. I could go to college because mm-hmm. that was my only way of going. Mm-hmm. So it it had nothing to do with like hoop dreams. And so like I was elite. And I'm, I'm just saying, I feel like we would be missing a lot of kids if we constantly, like, focus on, oh, they got to have a hoop dream. I was elite, but I didn't I didn't have a hoop dream. Like, I was like, I want I have to get to the next level because so I have dream, to. So dream, the title, mm-hmm. if we're going to keep going with this discourse, is about visualization. Okay. So let's just start. There. Okay, so let's talk about visualization. Right. So when we start with and visualization, whatever, regardless if you're a uh, elite hooper or not, mm-hmm. um, or your average Joe hooper uh, for fun, your fun hooper. Let's call them the. I'm fun not hoopers. talking about the fun hooper. So I'm I'm not saying that I'm saying that kids do play because they enjoy being there. Uh-huh. Yes, but I'm also talking about the elite player who isn't playing because they want to achieve the highest level of basketball but that's not that's not but that doesn't make them less elite but that that's not what i'm saying though i because hoop dreams is the title because of marketing but we're talking about visualization okay right okay so if if the premise is to capture the attention of the audience Mm -hmm. with the title it's hoop dreams okay but the guidance what we're actually the subject the meat the potatoes is about visualizing what you want out of life okay so let's talk about that so where so for you right mm-hmm. i would say that it's very hard to see for kids this 
in this age right now, it's very hard for them to visualize themselves in the future um, with almost anything because right now we're at such a constant pace of information and technology and it's it's constantly changing that we you <laughs> you're throwing me off um it's a constant change of pace for kids to be on social media see highlight reels see like what somebody's doing at this particular time in their life all day every day you know what i'm saying and so i think it's difficult for them to visualize but it's uber important for you to have that visualization in in regards to whatever you would like to achieve because basketball takes you as far as you want to go but you can al- you always can supersede that agreed um visualization is a skill and it's something that needs to be taught and it need again it needs to be taught early mm-hmm. and so to visualize is not something that's easy to do it's adults that don't know how to visualize and so of course kids don't know how to visualize they don't learn that skill they don't learn how to do it is it important yes do we now have elite athletes lebron mm-hmm. james after uh kobe's passing we learned about how much visualization he did and mm-hmm. now we hear you know kobe and chris paul and others talking about investing in a mental mm-hmm. and, and visualization and all of that mm-hmm. but that's a new norm now and it's not even a norm that's like across the board that's mm-hmm. kind of like and I don't even, and sometimes it's kind of hard to believe certain elites mm-hmm. because, again, we're talking about marketing. we selling stuff mm-hmm. like propaganda. And so are you really doing it or is this like, I mean, mental health and all of that is like a buzzword right now. Mm-hmm. And so is that a thing? And so I think that is important. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's also something that needs to be incorporated in practice. Like they, you one thing that they do do in visualization in basketball is free throws. Mm-hmm. That never changes. Mm-hmm. We teach kids how to make free throws through visualization because you have to see the ball going in the net. Right. Nothing nothing else is going to happen other than what's going to happen every single time you shoot a free throw. Right. Maybe noise, you might be more tired, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's exactly the same at every single gym. Right. And so that's a place where they can visualize. Mm-hmm. But as far as like, visualizing where they're going to go, how they need to show up, how they need to score, how they need to compete, how they need to respond to conflict. That's not being taught. Mm. And it should be. I think it would definitely improve a lot of performance Mm -hmm. and kind of, you know, elevate the game a little bit. Because just imagine if we had a bunch of kids that were – mentally ready for the game through visualization Mm -hmm. because they've seen it Mm -hmm. but who's teaching that right well it all falls back on the coaches but i think um the players that we have can they can have the the ownership and the responsibility to take on this part of their their life their game their sport i think that's with everything i think you visualize what you want at the end if that's marriage with kids or ranch and you alone. Um, I think that it it does it doesn't waver. Or you could talk about or you can visualize the free throws like you said. It's not um and you don't have to do it for too long either. It's a two five minute thing where you can really hone in on the ideas that are in your head and then 
visualize that and put it into some type of frame right in your mind and then you can always come back to it like i'm elite i'm a hooper i got this you know you say your hooper affirmations and you in in your mind it starts to fester and become and materialize right but but also with visualization you have to put in work right so you gotta put in the work so with that the the hooper dream the idea of it is to have the imagination that can flourish but the visualization that can accomplish what you need to accomplish um yeah i think you i agree i, I think that you have to see yourself mm -hmm. you know in in whatever regards that is mm -hmm. um it's, it just needs to be taught and i don't i don't know if if the responsibility of elite players mm -hmm. if it should be their responsibility now i think it should be their responsibility to actually do the action because i can't make you visualize like right. you you literally have to choose to do that yeah. but i think that we have to give space mm -hmm. like we got to give room for that to happen and i think that may be where the the disconnect could be or we don't realize or understand the value of that quiet time i can remember like being on the bus in high school and going to the game and it mm -hmm. was no talking mm -hmm. like it it wasn't you couldn't speak you couldn't sneeze <laughs> on that bus on the way right. to the game right but was we visualizing no we were texting we were listening to music right. we were doing everything else maybe we would have been like getting hype mm -hmm. but we we were not visualizing mm -hmm. and so maybe this is a time where coaches just need to say it mm-hmm like, yo, have a moment of silence, visualize yourself being great, mm -hmm. visualize yourself doing great, and kids would actually do it. But they also need to do it in practice. Because mm -hmm. like I said in the last episode, mm -hmm. you're going to practice three times more than you're going to play. Right. And the more you practice it, the better they become at it. Mm -hmm. And so now you ain't even got to say it. Mm -hmm. You're just going to look up and it's quiet. Right. Because they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Right. I feel it. I feel it. I think that that is um, just to put it in perspective for kids and for coaches, how coaches can um, coaches can um, step up and step in on assisting their players in this quiet moment where they see themselves being successful. They see themselves shooting and they see themselves even bouncing back from certain certain aspects of the game that could frustrate them right um i think in those moments on the bus like you said but especially in practice maybe at the end of practice maybe in the beginning of practice um just depends on you know maybe the schedule of the practice i think incorporating a uh a visualization five-man vis visualization for your players could could propel them to the level that you need them to perform i agree so you you think that if we add this five minutes of visualization then we have better practices mm -hmm. and with better better practices mm -hmm. we have better performance mm -hmm. and then we create habits mm -hmm. where they see the value in visualization mm -hmm. 
I would even take it a step for, further to say, like, coaches need to visualize as well. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm always going to bring it back to us because it all starts with us. Mm-hmm. What we do, they do, you regardless. Said, you said it started with parents, episode one. So who it really start with? It starts with the parents. <laughs> and then it starts with the coach. Right. Because the parent and the coach are different roles. Mm-hmm. And so... The parents, we need you guys first. You mm-hmm. gave birth. The kids yeah. are here. Yeah. But then once they are in uniform, it starts with the coaches. Mm-hmm. Regardless if we wanted to or not, they're going to do what we do. Right. And so if your coach is walking around the gym and talking about how practice is going to go, mm-hmm. visualizing, even visualizing out loud yeah. and just saying, it's going to be tough today. Yeah. We're going to run today. Mm-hmm. You're going to miss some sprints today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to coach you today. I'm going to mm-hmm. get on you, but you're going to get over it. You're going to grow. You're going to get better. Right. And y'all not, and the players are not talking, mm-hmm. and you're just listening to this. Mm-hmm. So this is the same thing as affirmations. Mm-hmm. So out loud, I'm, I'm going to tell you, mm-hmm. practice is going to be an hour and a half. We're going to start with some tough drills. We're going to work on offense. We're going to work on defense. We're going to go live. Mm-hmm. You're going to get coached today. We're going to be in your face today. We're going to be on top of you today. I don't think there's affirmations. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's affirmations. Oh, okay. But I, I, do I think, think that. A, I, but I do think that it's something that can engage the athlete. So now I have them engaged have because now they're thinking about practice. Because we can't assume that just because they at practice they're thinking about practice, right? Or just because they at the game they're thinking about the game, right? So now out loud, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. What's what's about to happen? How is going to happen? I'm telling you the good. I'm telling you the bad. Yeah. I'm giving you all the energy to engage your thought process. Mm-hmm. And then I say five minutes of visualization or two minutes or however many minutes I'm given to to visualize and take that time. I think that's perfect. I think that that is a great idea um, that coaches come in and say, we, you know, as I mentioned, uh, I think my program that I played for was the top-notch elite program that I've ever seen, especially at a D3 for me. Mm-hmm. And so we had that, every, like the schedule of practice in the locker room, and we could count on it being there before we even get on the court so we can see how many sprints we got today, what numbers do we need to make today. Like, it was all written out. So man this this man again i'm gonna say it again he brainwashed us i know i was i li- listen to listen to i'm listening to me right now Th- yes kool-aid i'm drinking um but we su- we saw the we saw practice before it even happened we saw it listed out and i think that is so important because you're not hiding you as a coach are confident that we can get through all the drills that you put on all the 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 um the uh the running that we need to do and so i think it's important for us to for the players to see that you can hold me accountable cuz in my mind all right on me on the paper i put we run in two suicides after we complete offense defense um uh plays and you know we run right and so I think it's so vital for that to occur because then you could take the time. Now we didn't have a moment where we visualized together, but we can. But you. But I think for kids, I think that would be uber beneficial because even if they're not visualizing practice, they're calming down, 
right? So they're not starting their day, I mean, starting practice with all that happened throughout their day. Like, let's, 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 let's not be naive to the idea that these kids are going through something daily, right? Not only are they going through something socially and in person with the nuances of being in school and all that comes with those elements, but uh, they got the social part, right? And they got life. And they, they, then they got their life outside of school. And so I think it's important that we, we offer kids grace. Look we, at you offering offer, the children grace. We offer kids grace. No, no, no. I mean, I was, you know, harder than before, but it's not about that um, finding finding an issue with the kids, right, from episode one. But it's realistically about saying, like, kids have lives too, especially the kids that we require so much of, but we mm-hmm. don't really give them anything, right? And so, um, and by us, you know, I'm talking to us coaches. Well, y'all coaches. Um, mm. And so... Episode two shots. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so I think it's important to give the kids grace for practice. Because pra- not obviously the game, but for in practice, we practice mm-hmm. grace. Yes. And so it, it, it comes natural yes. in the game. Uh-huh. Because what what you practice comes to reality on mm-hmm. the court mm-hmm. whether you want it to mm-hmm. or not mm-hmm. and and that's the gift and the curse of practicing right. is that you get what you practice on and even if even if you feel like we didn't practice this if yeah. you could really like record every single practice and go back mm-hmm. and then go back to the game you'll realize like oh Maybe we didn't practice this exact thing, mm-hmm. but we probably didn't correct this. Mm-hmm. We probably didn't coach this in this moment. Yeah. And so now this is why we're getting the same thing that we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. But we definitely got to give kids grace. Yeah. We got to give kids space. We mm-hmm. got to give kids instruction, mm-hmm. like real instruction mm-hmm. and not the cliche things like y'all got to focus. Mm-hmm. How I focus, coach. Mm-hmm. You just got to. Focus on what you're doing. Pay attention. A lot of empty statements. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to say, visualize. Mm-hmm. Visual. What do I visualize? Mm-hmm. How do I do that? Mm-hmm. You got to see yourself being great. Mm-hmm. You got to see yourself getting through this conflict. You got to see yourself getting to the basket. You got to see yourself finishing that layup. You got to see yourself hitting that shot. Mm-hmm. Because they don't, they, they don't know yeah. how to do it. Right. And the more often you give them the opportunity, the better they become. Right. I mean, in practice, I feel like we started practice definitely in college. We started with prayer. Mm-hmm. And I went to HBCU, and so the Christian faith in prayer was very, very important to our university. And so we started with prayer, and prayer is great, but it didn't give instructions. But what it did do is mm-hmm. exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. It did bring us present Mm -hmm. to this moment Mm -hmm. to where we are now Mm -hmm. and maybe even though we're talking about hoop dreams we got to talk about being present Mm -hmm. in your life Mm -hmm. to achieve the dreams that you may be dreaming when you sleep Mm -hmm. but if you're not present and you're not giving your all Mm -hmm. and you're not focusing on what you're doing you're not visualizing where you want to go then you're gonna forever be dreaming Mm -hmm. and never really achieve anything Mm -hmm. because you've never been present Mm -hmm. in anything 
mm-hmm. or in any practice and then you get in the game and you lost and I'm like what is she doing or what is he doing they I, ain't been to practice all week they body been there mm-hmm. but they mind and they focus hasn't mm-hmm. I, th- I think I, I mean I, I agree I think kids don't being present is something that kids, to me today, struggle with in general, right? And so, um, but then that's up to the coach to bring them in, to reel them in, or the coaching staff, to reel the kids in, to zoom out and then zoom back in. So your your elite focus gets real real centered on what you need to accomplish today. How can we win today? And how can we be present today? And I think that's what the moment of visualization starts with. And so to visualize within your hoop dream, right? To, to visualize, you don't have to visualize five years in advance, what college you're gonna go to. I believe that the visualization could just be how do, how I'm gonna get through the, these, these suicides. Or what y'all call them nowadays? Yo-yos. That is so trash. I agree. Suicide may, is what it really is. It and what scared it feel, you. What, what it feel like. It scared you. It's <laughs> it was scary. <laughs> Suicides. Nah, 16s is scarier than uh, suicides. Hey, them 16s. It, hey, we used to do 16 in a minute. I don't know what it's 110 yeah. and all of that came yeah. from. We went, and the court was the same size. Yeah, it was 16 in a minute. We went from side to side Mm -hmm. in a minute. Yeah. I don't want to. Side to side. Side to side in a minute. All guts, no glory. (laughs) About to throw up (laughs) on about 12. I was done. Right. That was all God. (laughs) Side to side. Right. But I agree. I I think that if we're talking about hoop dreams Mm -hmm. and we're talking about how everybody's dream is different everybody are everybody is dreaming for a different reason everybody's dreaming in a different way but if we all have to perform as a team yeah then we have to come together we have to figure out how to be present together mm-hmm. and achieve one goal mm-hmm. and it's important that we can visualize where we're going yeah. as a team yeah where we're going individually Mm -hmm. we need that space coaches need that space just imagine how prepared you felt like your coach was to have the practice plan in the locker room before practice right my coach always had a practice plan but it was like the fbi it was like top-notch secret like you and she like had it like like on the side of her pants and she dropped it she would pick that like it was a letter to the president. Like, <laughs> it was so, like, secretive. She didn't want y'all to know? Man, she didn't want us to know nothing that was on that paper. Why? I have no idea. And it's so weird. she would, like, open it, and we would always, like, try to look over her shoulder and see what was next. Because, of course, our kids want to know what's next, what's exactly. coming. Because they want to prepare themselves. And she did not, like, she was not trying to let us do it. And I don't know what her theory was behind that, but yeah. she never did. Yeah. And... But I can think now as like with a line, like with a lineup, with knowing what I'm about to do, mm-hmm. regardless of how hard it is, regardless of how much I want to do it or not, mm-hmm. to be able to visualize it before I have to do it, mm-hmm. I'm already better. 
Mm-hmm. I'm already going. I'm already going to do it better than I could even visualize because I'm actually going to do it. Yeah, I think that sums it up. I think the important thing is for coaches and players to collaborate on on visualizing the next step, on slowing down. And so I think if you require greatness, you must be great. And you have to see yourself being great first. And so in that seeing yourself, you have to close your eyes, wind down to speed up, right? Um, you have to slow the mind down and get a laser focus on what you need to do and accomplish. And so that takes a, a, um, a quick two, five minutes where you sit there. And um, that could be when you're sitting in your locker room on your own players or coaches, you know, before practice, you get everybody together. You, they could be standing. You just tell them to close their, close their eyes clear their mind, shake it off, right? Um, be be very present in how the court, what, what sounds they hear, what do they smell, um, uh, and just how do they feel, where's the energy? And so now we're talking about, okay, so, well, like you said, I think even having a conversation prior to that, and then them, them do practicing that visualization part can be so vital in like really producing like a well-rounded team i can't say you'll get wins i can't say you'll i think you'll you'll really you're really the elite and upper echelon of what it means to produce a student athlete um and a whole human right because now they can take that tool and use that for life and now we can not keep saying oh um focus Get your head in the game, you know, because we already gave them a tool to use for the future. Yeah, that's all, guys. I mean, that's all we have. Um, I think it's very important for players alike to have hoop dreams, but to more importantly visualize themselves in each moment, each facet of their lives, not just the game, but off the court, too. So, um, Coach Kim, you got anything for us? Start visualizing. <laughs> you want to go you, go ahead say it again yeah start visualizing yes start just start it start visualizing start now yes. choose to do it now don't wait don't wait till you get in college mm-hmm. choose to visualize today yes choose to visualize today see y'all on the next episode peace <laughs>